Hello and welcome everyone to She Boss Talk. This is a brand new season, the 2020 season. We are kicking it off today. We are super excited. Come on in, join in the fun and in the celebration. As always, we have a special guest with us who I'm going to introduce. But before we get to that, what I want you to do is just come on in, hit that love button. Come on in, let us know who you are. Tell us about yourself, drop a comment. Feel free to ask any questions if we don't get to them during the broadcast. We always follow up after the show. Please be sure to share this out. Just wanna say hello no matter where you're tuning in from, Facebook, IGTV, YouTube, wherever you are, we're just glad that you're here and we're hoping that you get uh, some powerful nuggets out of this show that we have uh, to, for today. Okay, so with that out the way, we're going to go ahead and get started with my first guest, uh, an entrepreneur friend. Her name is Leah. Leah, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so glad to have you. Can you introduce yourself to our audience? Just let them know a little bit about who you are and what you do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so my name is Leah Burtis, and I'm the founder of Empowered and Poised, which is a girls wellness and empowerment program. We work with youth, tween, and teen girls to empower and educate them about social, mental, and physical well-being. Um, and thanks to Empowered and Poised, I am now back in school full-time, going to Case Western Reserve University to get my master's degree in social work. Um, so my goal is to be able to help these girls not only as a mentor and a coach, but also eventually to be able to help them on a more clinical level. That is fantastic. Congratulations on uh, yeah. your studies and just enhancing your skill set because that is so important for us yeah. as women in business to be able to do that so we can be, yeah. be a better service to those that we serve, right? Absolutely. And so what made you decide to take this path to work with young girls? So I've been working with young people my entire life, you know, doing summer camp counseling, coaching for different things, um, babysitting, caregiving, all of that type of stuff. Um, and I got pretty lucky when I was in my undergrad career at John Carroll University. I was studying entrepreneurship and exercise science. And I happened to meet somebody at the gym that I go to. And I found out that a private school in the area needed a physical education instructor for their girls. Um, it's called the Hebrew Academy of Cleveland. So I ended up joining there as a physical education instructor working with, oh, I think it was over 250 some girls in first grade through sixth grade. Yeah, it was a, an amazing experience. Um, and through that, and then just um, through realizing the need that there was, I was inspired to create an after-school program at that school, and it went really well. And I was like, wow, I think I could really make something of this. Like, I love doing it. These girls love it. Um, and then the second portion of it is I actually struggle with anxiety. And at the time, I was struggling with some body image kinds of things. Um, you know, and I felt like I was able to get all of the help that I needed. I had the education, the resources, the support system, but I realized that that's not the case for everybody out there. So I just felt like, you know, I've been so blessed that I needed to find a way to give back to the community and help girls who are maybe struggling with some of the things that I was struggling with, um, but was able to get the help and maybe they weren't. So between the need, 
um, my personal, you know, journey, and then just my passion. I kind of decided that it was time to start my business, and here we are. That's fantastic. <laughs> I was talking to another lady the other day about, you know, the women getting into business. Most of the time is due to um, some uh, challenge or problem that we're personally dealing with that we were able to overcome. We found a solution and we're trying to help bring that solution to everyone else. Um, so to see that you were able to do that, right? To help yourself, you found those resources and now you're able to help other young girls who, especially in this day and age, young girls, I think, have so many more challenges than maybe yeah, I did when I was growing up when I was little, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, and there was actually this one quote, and I think I've read this, you know, somewhere on my pages before, but seven in 10 girls believe that they're not good enough in some way that they don't measure up. That's a pretty high percentage. Um, and unfortunately, I think that the social media and stuff can be, you know, challenging when you're looking at everybody else's highlight reels to be like, wow, I wish my life was like that. Um, and so I think it's really important that as women, not only you know on our social media but just in our businesses in general that we stay authentic and that we stay real and that we set um good examples as role models for all these young women who are going to come after us yes and how long have you been in so we started actually in 2017 so immediately the same month that i was graduating my undergrad is when i started my business um so just a few years Okay. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, I thought initially that you were a nonprofit. Are you a, you're a for-profit company? So yes, we are a for-profit. And I think that's something that people often get confused about because our mission is um, dealing with social good. But what I always tell people is you don't have to be a nonprofit necessarily to do good for the community. Um, and the only reason that we're not a nonprofit, because quite frankly, in the future, I may switch into a nonprofit is just, um, I think there's some common misconceptions between nonprofits and for-profits, right? Um, nonprofits can make money, right? So like as an executive in a nonprofit, you can make money um, just as you can in an LLC. You can do good for people in either of them. But for me personally, because it is still, um, you know, a small business starting off and I like to follow the rules, there is a lot that goes into having a nonprofit. Like having a board, it could be a little bit more expensive to start up. Um, so, you know, immediately graduating college and then starting my business, it was more financially, um, it was a little bit easier financially to start an LLC than it was a nonprofit. So maybe in the future I would change, but currently we are an LLC. Okay, great. I you provided that explanation because I know a lot of entrepreneurs do get confused. They don't quite understand the difference and or understand that they can make a difference if they have a, a for-profit business. So you can, you know, be in the business sure. and make money and still, um, you know, serve a mission or a cause that you care about. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that was really good. So Leah, what motivates you on a daily basis to keep going, even though, um, you know, you experience challenges, right. Uh, in life and in business and, and trying to grow your business and help the, the girls that you're serving. So I think what motivates me is just my passion, my passion behind what I do. You know, um, I'm a very passion driven person and I really believe in the work that I'm doing um, and that it is helping these young girls. And 
you know, even if I could just make a difference in one girl's life, to me, that should be enough to continue doing what I'm doing. Absolutely. I think it's so important for us to, you know, stay motivated. And one of the things that I believe is like your passion, right? You have to be passionate about what you're doing and you have to love it, right? Because there's so many things that we come up against. So can you share with us in your journey, where has been like maybe two of your top challenges that you've had to overcome or maybe you're still working through like right now? Sure. So um, as I had mentioned before, sometimes my myself can get in the way, right? I think at times, unfortunately, even though I, I don't love to admit it, that I am my biggest challenge. Um, and I think, like I said, that's a big part of why I started Empowered and Poised. Um, and I think a lot of women struggle with that too, like wondering, are we good enough? Is what we're doing good enough? Um, you know, am I taking the right steps to make this a success? Um, and I think that it's just going back to what motivates me that has continued to push me, um, you know, and having a goal and being determined and saying like, if I fall seven times, I'm gonna get up again still. You know, I'm not gonna let being knocked down keep me down um, because the mission that I am serving right now is much larger than myself. Um, so I would say that I probably can sometimes get it in my, in my way the most uh, compared to anything else. Wow. Okay. So what would you say are your greatest successes thus far? Um, so greatest successes thus far, I think for me, one of them was uh, getting one of our largest contracts, which was with a public school district. Um, we are currently running a 15 week program, which has been phenomenal. We've seen some amazing strides in the girls that we've been working with. And it's just been such a joy to work with that district. They're so supportive of their students of their teachers, of all their administrators, and you can tell that they really, really care about the community. Um, so being a part of that, I would say, has been um, probably my my greatest um, success so far in the business. And what, congratulations, by the way. That's a huge achievement. And I think it's so important that we work with young girls based on you know, the work that you're doing, what do you find is the greatest impact that you see on these young girls through the program? Well, I think the thing that we're trying to do the most is help young girls to have confidence in themselves, right? So that, you know, just as I had mentioned, sometimes I struggle that they're struggling either less or not at all. Um, and so we've seen young girls say that this program has helped them to become more confident, um, to practice healthier habits, whether that be with the way that they're eating, with the way that they're exercising, or with the way that they're just thinking in their mind um, about a certain situation and having more positive self-talk and thoughts. Um, and yeah, so I think, you know, it really depends on each individual girl with what her struggle is and where we see the improvements. But overall, what we're doing is we're seeking to help a young girl have more confidence in who she is so that that can help her with all the other areas of her life. Because it's been found that, you know, when we have confidence, we're more successful in school and in life. Yes, I would agree. I think sometimes I think 
you know, society downplays, or we do, the importance of confidence, right? Like yeah. Emily said, and how we feel about ourselves, but it's really difficult to really show up in the world if we don't know who we are, and we right. don't have that self-love and that self-worth. And to be able to get to the minds of young girls while they're young, right? And, and get to the root, right? And help them know who they are at that young age, I think is really going to be transform, uh, transformative for them. And mm -hmm. then they can avoid, so they'll have be more equipped with some of the tools and avoid some of the pitfalls that, you know, a lot of us women as adults deal with, right? right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what you said is, it's completely true, right? Is what we're doing is we're giving them the tools. You know, we're helping them to learn when they're stressed how to properly breathe or utilize things like um, guided meditations or, um, you know, finding out what their strengths and their constraints are and how they can utilize those to their advantage and, you know, how they can find ways to strengthen areas where they might be struggling. So, yeah, it's, it's very largely about helping them to build their toolbox. Yes. I was just talking about meditation the other day, right, mm -hmm. for women and talking yeah. about the benefits. What do you find are some of the, the benefits of meditation? Because I, I think it it really helps you get centered and, fo and focus yeah. and be in the present. Because I think a lot of times we're running, we're hustle and bustle. We have so many yeah. pe people and things pulling us in so many different directions. And it can get kind of crazy, but we need something mm -hmm. to center us. Do you find that meditation is beneficial in that regard? Absolutely. Yeah, I think that you hit that uh, nail on the head. It helps with centering you. It helps you to kind of calm your mind. Um, I think it's a great practice to do in the mornings, um, you know, to kind of set your day right. Or sometimes you might just need it if, you know, as a businesswoman, a lot of us try to juggle a lot of things. You know, people have families and you want to spend time with your friends and you're, you know, trying to keep the business up and running. Like there's a lot going on. So I think what it does is it helps you to pause for a moment um, and to be grateful for where you're at, for what you have, um, be reflective and just let go for a minute. And I think sometimes it can be very difficult to let go when life is so busy and so crazy. So I think, yeah, it helps with all of those things, absolutely. And how do you find, you're so right, because like you're busy, you're in school, you're running a business, right? How do you find balance? I think that's a, a great question. So I, I have learned um, what self-care habits work best for me. And I think sometimes we can overutilize this word self-care. And I once heard in a conference, and I think this is a really important difference to make, that self-care is not self-indulgence, mm -hmm. right? There's a difference. Um, you know, some people say like, oh, I'm taking care of myself by watching 10 hours of Netflix because I need a break. That's not necessarily self-care. That's self-indulgence, right? Um, self-care is habits that you work into your everyday life to help you to become a stronger, healthier person. So personally, for me, one of the big things is making sure that I exercise. So exercising can release endorphins, which are basically those happy hormones in your body that make you feel good. Um, so for me, I don't look at exercise as like a punishment, like, oh my gosh, I have to exercise again today. You know, some people think that, but for me, it's like, yeah, 
I get to work out, I get to take a break. My mind gets to be a little less busy, focused on whatever I have in front of me. So exercising is a big one. Um, another one that I found that works very well for me is just breathing. So have you ever heard of square breathing? I don't think I So I don't know if this will be weird for you, but would you mind trying it with me really quick? Sure. So what you do is you can take your finger, so here's my finger, right? And you'll breathe in for four. So breathe in, two, three, four. You'll hold over, two, three, four, and then you'll let it out. Two, three, four, and then you reset. And I found that this practice is very, very helpful to me because my mind is often very busy. And so it helps me to focus exactly on that movement and that pattern and those counts to calm myself down. So sometimes if I find myself getting worked up, that's the way that I practice self-care is just implementing that small square breathing practice. I love that. Yeah. What kind of self-care practices do you have that you like to utilize? I, I am uh, good about starting in the morning, right? Uh -huh. Uh, one thing that I do is I don't do look at any don't turn on my cell the, the cell phone is on but I don't look at emails uh, social media any anything like that any of those types of dis distractions for at least thirty minutes when I get out of bed in the morning oh, you go girl I got to get on that one because I'll tell you I'm checking my email right away and it's probably not a good habit it's a, it can be very challenging because I try not to be attached to my phone like I'm not one of those that's super attached but I I'm I, I'm in business too so I will right. I'm actually on my phone a lot. But just to be put that down and get centered in the morning, prayer, mm -hmm. meditation, none of, none of the negativity. Because usually when you turn on your phone, it's not a lot of positivity. Yeah. <laughs> right? So you don't want that to be the first thing that you're focusing on, on in your day. It should be right. about you. Right? Right. And I'm so, I need, actually need to get back into the exercising because I think that 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 is great to be a, a great start in the morning and it doesn't have to be an hour you could take right. uh, five minutes and do stretch or do yoga um, right. so that's something that i want to try um and then you know i i think i started this maybe about two years or two and a half no two and a, two years or a year and a half ago um and i want to do it more regularly but power napping oh yeah yeah it's, it's easier for me because I work for home, from home the majority right. of the time, right? So I can schedule it. Um, but having a, a nice nap in the middle of the day yeah. um, can be really rejuvenating. Oh, yeah. I agree. I don't always have time for naps, but when I right. do, I am all about them. <laughs> yeah, no, I think, I think what you said is so true. Unfortunately, a lot of the stuff we see online is negative. And that's why I'm just so grateful for programs like yours you know, that really highlight some of the positivity going on in the community. And, you know, especially with, you know, women doing really awesome things. Um, so I want to thank you again for, you know, the hard work that you put into this, because I know what it's like behind the scenes of, you know, running a business and it's not always yes. glamorous. Yes, absolutely. Um, and that's why I think it's so important that we have a platform like this to show that, you know, there's other people just like us going through the same things as us. Because a For lot sure. of people, as entrepreneurs, business owners, it's glamorized in the media. 
Um, but the reality is it's hard work. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of yeah. sacrifices that we make. Um, so with that said, what are some sacrifices that you have made um, to in pursuit of your dreams and building your business? Yeah, you know, I would say right now, one of the biggest sacrifices, um, and it's hard to call it a sacrifice, right? Because it was a choice is the fact that I went back to school because I am full time. Um, so right now, my business, quite frankly, is more um, sustaining than it is rapidly growing. And I'm really okay with slow growth. So, you know, we still have our pages going, we still have, you know, a couple workshops running here or there. Um, but probably not as much as I could do if I wasn't in school. Um, but that was a sacrifice and a choice that I had to make was, is this short-term goal of getting my degree going to be more beneficial to my long-term goal of growing the business? And I had to weigh those pros and cons. And I said, you know what? I think that for right now, going back to school is what's best for me and best for the business and best for my family too. Um, and so I made that choice to go back and I really am so glad that I did. Um, but I can't necessarily always do as much as I'd like to with the business or even with my family and friends. You know, sometimes I have to buckle down and, you know, study instead of going out, you know, to dinner with somebody that I might want to see. So that's kind of a compromise I've had to make. Um, but I do think that that balance you had mentioned before is also important. So there's times where I've had to say school is my priority right now. But like my grandma, I absolutely love my grandma. Anybody who knows me knows like she is awesome. Well, she's 88 now, you know, and so she's getting older. And for me, sometimes it's making the choice of am I going to read this extra article for school or am I going to go play Yahtzee with grandma? Right. And sometimes I make that choice to go play Yahtzee with grandma because the people in my life are very important. And unfortunately, they won't be around forever. And relationships really matter to me. Um, so, yeah, so those are some of the sacrifices that I've kind of had to to weigh out as a business owner and being full time in school. That's great. Something that we all deal with and managing our life and, and prioritizing what is important to us. And in addition to it being a sacrifice, it's an investment, right? And you sure. business and where you want to see your business um, grow. Um, mm -hmm. And so I think that's important for other women in business to know that everybody, no one has the same path, right? right. And your growth strategy is your growth strategy, right? You right. do what's best for you and your business. So it's so important that, you know, we not get frustrated and discouraged by what we see other people doing. This is your, this is your business, right? Right. Right. And so you're taking that time out and, and investing in your education so that you can show up better for those that you serve. So I think that's um, fantastic. Thank you. Yeah. And like you said, it is an investment because I'll be honest, school is not cheap. Yeah. Um, you know, and I went back and forth a lot. Like, is this going to be worth it? And in the end, I really think that it will be worth it. Yeah. Um, but again, that's that's an investment both with your time and your finances. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I went through that too. And, um, and this was actually before I started my business. It was about three years before I started my business. Mm -hmm. Um, well, three years when I graduated and, okay. um, but during the entire time, like 
my you know it was a sacrifice because i didn't see family members like a lot and they were like are you still part of the family it had me cracking uh -huh. up like when my mom was still here she was like are you still a roddy and i was like no. <laughs> i was like and this is only for a temporary time right and time flies so that program, it was over like in a heartbeat. I know. I'm like already yes. almost through my first year, which and I only have one more left to go. I'm like, yes. oh my goodness. It's like I blinked my eyes and it's like almost done. That's why I tell people that and they're like, should I do this? This is a dream of mine. Should I go back to school? Should I start my business? And I'm like, if that's something you want to do, do it, right? Right. Do it. There's never going to be a perfect time to no, do what you want to do. It's either you're going to do it now, right? <laughs> where or where are you going to be in five years from now? You could have done it, right? And and not be scared to like just step out on faith and do what it is that you were called to do, that you right. want to do. Um, because so many times, especially women, we put ourselves on the back burner. And in this decade, I don't want women to do that. It's all about mm -hmm. us, you know, taking center stage in our lives and our businesses and uh, amplifying our influence and our impact. And so whatever you need That's to right. do. That's right. Say it, lady. Right? <laughs> this, one, this decade is all about the woman. It's all about uh, she bosses. And there's so much for us to do, so much for us to accomplish. Um, and so many lives for us to impact. And so, um, you know, whatever it is, ladies, that you want to do for yourselves, this is the time to do it, right? So, and have you found, you know, I think that lately a lot more women are starting su to support each other. And yeah. I think that is a beautiful thing. I know a lot of times we hear like, oh my goodness, like women aren't supporting other women and it's all dog eat dog. But I have seen so much collaboration and so much empowerment from one woman to the other. And that I think is just so inspiring. Yes, I'm glad that you said that because that was leading to the to the next topic, right? Um, is the significance of this decade for women. So I just wanted to start right there with collaboration because mm -hmm. you know that is my jam. Um, I'm oh, all yeah. about collaboration. How significant, though, do you think collaboration is, right, for women in this decade? Oh, my gosh. So significant. I think that we, I mean, without having other relationships with other women that who can support you, I think it's very hard to do things alone. Um, and I can just speak to a couple collaborations that I've had with other women that have helped empowered employees tremendously. So I want to give a shout out to Chris Keller, who has the Circle of Renewal. Um, it is a yoga studio and they do women's circles, um, which are phenomenal. We had a great partner to vet with her and working with her was just, you know, it was just fabulous um, to see her skills and her talents and, you know, my skills and my talents and bringing those together to create an even more wonderful event. Um, so that would be one way that we've utilized collaboration. Another one would be for our blog, which um, I encourage anybody who's listening, women or men who want to share their story on what makes them empowered employees, um, to please feel free to join our movement by sharing on our blog. We have had so many different empowering stories about people overcoming challenges, um, you know, giving tips and advice on how to be a healthier and happier you. Um, you know, Shantae, I am pretty sure that you wrote a blog for us too. So, you know, in that way here, we were, you know, months ago, you had written a blog for us and now 
you know, we're on a podcast together. Absolutely. So, you know, not finding one way to collaborate with somebody, but finding multiple ways to collaborate with people that you jive with. Absolutely. I was you didn't um, about the blog because you you contacted me, and I think it was like three months later that I actually wrote it. Um, <laughs> because I was going through um, a lot of challenges and yeah. writing, especially when I'm writing and it's of depth and it's creative writing and it's telling my story, I have to be like in a special place mentally, right? And emotionally yeah. to do it. Um, but the fact that you invited me to do it and I got it done. Uh, <laughs> and then a few months ago, last year, there was a conference with girls that you called me up and said, would I uh, be involved and uh, come and help mentor the girls downtown? Yes. That yes. was so fantastic. And I did that. Yes. And we are so grateful for the support that you've given to Empowered Employees. And, you know, obviously we look forward to continuing to work with you in any other way that we can. Um, because it is, it's important for these young girls that we work with to have role models like you and like all of these other fabulous women and men that have shared stories on our blog. Um, and we look forward to continuing to collaborate with people. So if there's anybody that's watching this right now who is interested in some sort of co collaboration, I can't promise that'll happen tomorrow since I've just said, you know, my plate is pretty full right now. But um, hopefully in the future, we can work with many of you in one, uh, you know, form or another. Absolutely. Okay, so the next question is, what do you think the significance of this decade is for women in business? You know, I think that the significance of this decade for women is just the fact that that we are capable. And I think women are starting to realize and take back that power um, and say, like, I can be a mom and a businesswoman. You know, and there's nothing wrong with wanting to be a mom. Like to me, quite frankly, that's like one of the things I'm looking forward to most in life. Like I cannot wait to have children and a family of my own. Um, but that doesn't mean that I need to set aside my personal dream. Because I think when we can grow as women, then we're showing our children that they can too. And I think that that is also very, very powerful. So yeah, I think it's just taking back our power and realizing that we don't have to be just one thing. We can be multiple and all of those can be great in different ways. Absolutely. What would you say? Is what is the significance for this women is in this decade? Yeah. To dominate. I think that a shift is happening. Mm -hmm. And I think that this is the time for women to be more visible and be yeah. activated in their power to really mm -hmm. own their power. Yeah. And to dominate in spaces where we're often un underrepresented. And that's in a lot of spaces, uh, a lot of industries. Um, so I just believe this is the time for us, right, to take center stage, no matter what it is that you do, no matter what lane you're in, to dominate it, right? And just right. show up, let people know who you are, because the world needs women. And um, I think it's so important that we recognize that for ourselves um, and then show up like that with confidence, right? Because there's so many great things that are going to be happening. You know, I just had this vision and I don't even know all that's going to happen. All I know is that's the message that I am putting out to women, that this is their time. They're mm -hmm. meant to make a significant 
impact. And like no decade before, there's just so much more opportunities for women in this decade for us to grab hold to. And I think yeah. one of the ways that we're going to do that, right? And to there are no bar barriers. There are no limits to all the opportunities that are before us. But what it's going to take is us working together. I well. love that. Yeah, I totally agree. Totally yeah. agree. Yeah. Oh, so I'm, look, I'm like being asked these questions too. <laughs> hey, and, your pain matters also. Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, I'm I'm excited about it. This is the theme for me for this year, and what I'm asking like all the women, um, because I just want women to know that they they matter. Their voices need and deserve to be heard um, and their power needs to just be amplified because there's just things for us to do and um no matter what it is you want to do you can do it no matter what you want to accomplish it's time to accomplish it right mm -hmm. in in this decade so how close to the next 10 years where are you going to be right mm -hmm. So with that said, the next question I wanted to ask you is, um, you know, from your perspective and your um, experience, mm -hmm. what are like one or two tips um, that you would give for women um, if they really want to make a significant impact in this decade? What would those tips be? That's a great question. I think as um, we've been talking about collaboration, one of the things that I think is super important is having a strong network. Um, so that might mean having your family supporting you, having friends supporting you. Um, and if you're not as fortunate to have those, really it could be through networking. You know, I'm pretty sure that that's how we met and that's how I've met so many of the women that I've worked with in the past. Um, you know, there's great um, meetup sites, like actually meet up. You know, there's tons and tons of Facebook groups out there for women in business um, or just women in general. Um, you know, there's just so many different ways to meet people these days that I think there's really no excuse for not putting yourself out there, um, you know, and just having that courage to even if you just take it one step at a time, maybe your goal is, you know, this month, I'm going to meet one new person, have one new conversation. Then maybe you build up the courage. Maybe that one's just online. Then maybe next month, you know, your goal is to meet up with somebody for coffee, you know, and then maybe from there you, you know, say, okay, I'm going to do this with two people. So take that as a stepping stone. But I think that a strong support network of people is essential to being successful and being able to have impact. Um, not only because you need that support, but also that will help your growth and help you to expand because we can only do so much as one person. For as much as we would love to do everything in the world sometimes, um, we really need other people around us to help spread the word about what it is we're doing and um, the impact that we're trying to make. So I would say that that's probably my biggest piece of advice. And my second piece of advice would be to never be afraid to ask questions. Um, because the reality of it is nobody knows everything that they're doing. It takes time to learn. Um, and what I realized when I had started my business was I didn't know the things that I didn't know, you know, so it took me talking to these other people to realize like, oh, there's certain things that I have to do when it comes to accounting or marketing or whatever to be successful. So again, surrounding yourself with those people who you can ask those questions to and finding good mentors. I think those would be probably the most valuable um, nuggets that I could give 
and both are really good. Mm-hmm. I always talk to Thank you. don't be afraid to ask questions. Right. There are no stupid questions, right? No. Tell me that no. I don't want to call. I don't want to call and ask um, a question because they might think I'm I'm stupid. Okay. Nobody knows everything. Nobody, Nobody knows, knows everything, everything, right? Nobody. Nobody. You know, right. Here's the thing: is like I'm an expert when it comes to working with young women, but that doesn't mean that I'm an expert when it comes to setting up my QuickBooks account. That's <laughs> you right. know. Or I might be an expert of working with young women, but that doesn't mean that I know how to utilize the, you know, hippest social media update. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. So I think that's so good. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Ask questions, right? You you want answers, you have to ask, right? That's right. And then making sure we have a support system because you can't go it alone. Um, you can't live or work or do business in isolation. We all need a support system uh, for yep. what we are trying to accomplish. I always That's say it, right. takes, it takes a tribe to raise up a, a village, right? Yeah. To raise <laughs> up a successful business. Um, so don't, don't go it alone. There are... Um, people just like you, other women, other entrepreneurs, mentors, coaches that can help you along your entrepreneurship journey. Um, So take that and start making connections. I always say, I always recommend make at least two connections a week. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's not really as difficult as what people think it is, Mm -hmm. but follow up on those connections. Don't just connect and don't follow up but follow up and follow through on those connections and mm-hmm. you'll be amazed at where, where the opportunities will lead. And I know that you have some different ways where women can connect. Do you want to maybe just share about some of the ways they can connect through the platforms you have and the events that you host? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, so she boss talk, you can connect here. So we have so many ways that we spotlight women. We connect women. This is more than a show. It's a movement. It's a network. Um, utilizing the platforms, and we're on every platform, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, um, but I always recommend, too, if you're online, don't just be online, utilize groups. Um, you know, I lead a group of 25,000 professional women, uh, Black women, in a group called Black Women Promote, but there's a number of different groups locally, nationally, internationally, that will speak to, to you and things that you're doing, things that you have interest in, Start making those connections, right? And show up. It's, I always say it starts with a hello. Yeah. Whether you're online or in person, mm-hmm. be willing to step up, step up, like be visible and say hello, right? And be willing to introduce yourself and uh, get really get to know people. Um, and we have an event coming up too called Elevate 2020 Women Business, Business Summit. Um, That is for that as well, because I really believe in the power of networking. I believe that you should never go to an event, a networking event, a conference, a workshop, and not Mm -hmm. leave with at least two or three uh, connections when you're there. Mm -hmm. That's a missed opportunity. So don't miss out on those types of opportunities, um, whether you're online or offline, going to networking events or meetups. And it can just be started simple as a coffee and chat. Right. I do those yeah. um, as well. If you can't get to a local spot, just use the tools we have like Zoom. Right. Yeah. Um, or like Google Hangouts. We were just talking about to get on get on a, a virtual chat. Right. Yeah. I think that's great. 
Yeah. And so there's so many things that you can do. If you want more tips, you can follow up with any of us at either of us after the show, uh, because we we are great networkers and collaborators and we're happy to uh, to help you. And we're happy to collaborate. Absolutely. With you, right? Yeah. I'm sure that there's many people that are going to be watching this that I haven't yet connected with. So yeah. please feel free to reach out and yeah, connect with us. <laughs> so I have one last question that I want to ask you. Sure. What significant impact do you help hope to make in this decade? I think for me, um, the most significant impact that I hope to make is really with the young people that I'm working with. Um, I think one of the reasons that I have such a passion for working with young people is because I really believe that they are our future and that what we're teaching them can make a difference. And giving them those tools that we had talked about earlier can significantly impact their lives and the lives of so many others um, whom they will touch as they, you know, grow up and expand their wings. Um, so, yeah, I would just say helping young people to realize their worth um, because unfortunately, so many of them don't realize how wonderful and incredible they are. Um, and I think that it's it's up to us to help to um, really foster communities of growth for these young people. Absolutely. That's so fantastic. It's been such a pleasure having you on, Leah. Thank you so much again for having me. This was so much fun. <laughs> yes, it has been so much fun. And audience, I hope you have uh, enjoyed this broadcast. I hope you have taken all the nuggets that, that we have been dropping here today in this uh, broadcast. Leah, can you tell our audience where they can connect with you and what things you have coming up? Yes, absolutely. So we have a Facebook, an Instagram, a Twitter, and a LinkedIn. Our handles are at Empowered Poised. No and because that's too long of a handle. <laughs> Um, but it's all the same handle, so you can connect with, with us on there. You can connect with us on our website, which is www.empoweredandpoised.com. Um, if you want to shoot us a text or give us a call, you could reach us at 330-348-4119. Or you can send us an email at hello, H-E-L-L-O, at empoweredandpoised.com. Regarding a few of the things that we have coming up and that are currently going on, we are continuing to execute our 15-week program with South Eagle Lindhurst School District, um, which I had mentioned is going super well right now, um, and we're really loving that. Um, we are going to be doing a couple workshops through some mini-grants that we received through the Young Entrepreneur Institute, um, which is part of the university school, and uh, the grants were funded by the Burton D. Morgan Foundation, so we thank them again for their support. Um, and we have those coming up through the next few months. Um, we currently have actually a GoFundMe, and we would love your support because that money will go towards our programming um, and helping to supply the different things that we need in order to run these programs. And if we reach our goal of $750, we will be giving away a free workshop to a school that is in need. So a school that maybe doesn't have the funding in order to bring us in. Um, if we can reach our goal, then we are happy to do that, um, you know, for free. Um, and it's actually one of our interns. It's one of her main projects. So I think it also helped her um, to learn more about how to go about doing um, the GoFundMe and how to make it a successful campaign. Um, and then we are hoping to do some more collaborations and partnership events. Um, and those will be posted on our newsletter um, if and when we get those up and running. 
So to join the newsletter, you can go to our website and you can just go ahead and say, join us um, and put in your information there. And if you get on our newsletter, um, the information only comes out once a month. So we won't bombard you with emails, but you can stay up to date with everything else that we have going on. Thank you so much for asking. You know what? I love what you're doing. You're doing amazing work. And so, uh, audience, please do connect with her. Um, if you have young girls uh, in the local area that can participate in her programs, um, please do that because I know there's a lot of need. I've heard you know people asking for more programs for young girls to get involved with. If you have a story you want to share, her blog is fantastic. Or if you just need inspiration and motivation, mm -hmm. right? And just to hear the stories of other uh, entrepreneurs and business owners um, and professionals that have just gone through life challenges and have overcome, right? Um, you go to her blog, right? It, it, you will be inspired and empowered, right? Yes, and the blog is on the website. It's so on the website. Click the blog tab and you'll get to them. Yes. So thank you so again, uh, uh, Leah, for being with us. Thank you for helping us to kick off our 2020 season. This thank is you again be, so much. <laughs> thank you. It's going to be such a great year. Thank you, audience, for tuning in. We see you all out there. Um, we will follow up after the show. I'll have Leah leave her contact information uh, on here on the broadcast. Um, and we would love to have you as a guest. There's so much we have going on with She Boss Talk, so many ways that we spotlight and showcase women in business so that you all can amplify your influence and impact. So we love for you to be part of the show, to be a guest. If you want to be an ambassador, a partner of the show, please go to www.shebosstalk.com. Again, that's www.shebosstalk.com. Dot com and you can follow us at the handle she boss talk uh anywhere on social media we try to keep it simple so you can find us right That's right <laughs> it's simple so you can find us so again thank you so much and ladies uh who are out there we want you to dominate the decade okay so whatever you have to do however we can help we want to help you to do that and continue working on making a significant impact and just know that this is your time to do that. Okay. Thank you so much. Until next Thank week. <laughs> Have a good day. Bye. Bye.